Hello, hello. My name is Reedam Sayed, founder of Confidence Finance and this podcast, Australian Property Chat. In this episode, the very first episode of Australian Property Chat, I'm going to run through my personal story. It's one that starts as a teenager who's just lost it all. A family home taken away from us by debt collectors after both my parents lost their jobs. Two decades later, I've built a $25 million property portfolio, a successful mortgage broking business from the ground up, ranked inside the top 100 mortgage brokers for five years running, and really achieved what many of us are looking for through property investing, financial freedom and control of our time. Let's get started. When I was 15, both my parents lost their jobs in the same year. Within a year of that, We lost our family home, debt collectors came in, tallied up everything we owned, and then basically took it all. It started with the car, and then it eventually led to the house itself. Everything we had and built up was taken away. My brother's stuff, my sister's stuff, they left our clothes, of course, that was kind of them. Um, But they did take anything that was worth value to us and were left with pretty much nothing. Most damagingly at the time, The people I loved, my mum and dad, my heroes, they had their spirits crushed. Coming from a migrant family, this is not the story that we're supposed to have. Uh, You know, there's a lot of shame and judgment when things don't go right. People talk. And back then, uh, people would feel the shame of that. And when people are talking about you in that sort of way and when you've not done well, you become the talk, the gossip of the town, and it's just a horrible, horrible position to be in. But I know I felt really, really ashamed um, at the time, scared even, and just hurt um, watching mum and dad go through this. Uh, I didn't really care that everything that we had was taken away. I just really wanted my parents to feel better. Um, I wanted them to stop crying. I wanted them to stop fighting. I wanted them to just be happy with everything that they didn't take. And that was us. Um, and you know, they gotten us to, I'm the youngest child and they gotten me to 15. So, you know, most of their job in terms of feeding, feeding us uh, was done. And um, as a migrant family, my parents were very family-centric, um, gave us everything, every dollar they earned went, went to us. And you, you can only imagine how motivating and uh, guilty we, could feel, we all felt um, when things had been taken away and you know, their dr- hopes and dreams dashed, uh, all really trying to feed us um, and just trying to make life work for us. Um, so... We, as a family, hit a giant roadblock. Um, it was hard. It was a very, very tough few years. I didn't talk to anyone. Um, I didn't know if, whether I was allowed to or not, but in general, I just felt ashamed. And I isolated myself as a teenager, not something that a teenager boy should do, um, quite dangerous, actually. Um, not talking, isolating yourself, stop, stopping, you know, all the things that... Uh, I enjoyed and having fun. Um, that's not something I'd recommend to anyone going through any difficult moments in their life. Um, I'd, you know, my lessons about emotional stability and mental health are all about, uh, you know, talking, being open, crying if you have to, and just sharing whatever you're feeling and being human about it. But what this experience did give me was a burning desire, a desire to just have a better life for me, my family, my future family, my current family, and not live uh, stressed all the time, stressed about money, stressed about, you know, how we're going to pay the bills, what happens when the car breaks down, all these annoying little stresses that kept 
propping up into my parents' life. I didn't want any of that. I always viewed life a little bit differently to them and, uh, and you know, most people. I've always believed that I've had so much luck, um, even when all this was happening. Um, born to beautiful parents, raised in the best country in the world, the best city in the world. I'm from Sydney. Um, opportunities galore, a chance to succeed. And most importantly, I had a lot of love from my mum and dad. They did everything for me and that's all I really needed to have a chance at succeeding. Now, this was a really long time ago. It's been nearly two decades since all this happened. My entire life has changed. My family's life has changed too. I'm no longer a teenage boy. I did feel all this pain. And I'm not going to lie, this sounds uh, a little bit crude, but I've used this pain. I've used this pain to help me succeed. If I ever get complacent, I remember what it was like to be in this position, what it was like to see your heroes you know, shattered. And I use that to help propel me forward as part of my success. This story is definitely a huge part of it. It's part of who I am. Um, it shaped everything about my life. Um, at 15, when this all happened, I literally dropped everything. Like a true Bengali nerd, I decided education was my ticket out of this. Uh, and my family's too. I kind of viewed it as it's up to me. It's my responsibility to take take advantage, to take the bull by the horns and, you know, make my family's life better. I was only 15, so, you know, there's only limited things I could do. I could probably only get a job at McDonald's um, and, you know, try and chip in that way. But, um, you know, that's not the Bengali way. Instead, I, you know, focused on my HSC. Um, I went from being an average student, you know, 60s, 70s, middle of the class somewhere, um, to basically just breaking all records at school. I just studied, studied, studied. My school didn't even offer, you know, three, four, you know, math at the time. I found a way to go do it myself. Um, worked really, really hard. Got a great UAI. Got into uni. I focused on education at the time and I focused on what was right in front of me. Nothing mattered to me at the time but being successful at what I was going to do and what was right in front of me. I've kept that obsessive personality and it's really been quite a, a great quality for me to go and succeed in my life in everything else I've done. Since then, uh, I ducked my school, went to uni, studied economics, met my beautiful wife on the very first day of uni. How lucky is that? Um, we were actually practicing shaking hands and I got to see her and I was like, wow, um, got to know her and I was like, wow, 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 she's something special. Pretty much decided very, very early within a few weeks of meeting her that I was going to marry her. Um, she was none the wiser. She barely looked at me. She wasn't even interested. But I knew there and then I was going to do whatever I could to get her to like me and then share a life with her. Um, fast forward or 2012, um, I joined Federal Treasury as an economist um, and that was so much fun. It was a job where you get paid to think. It was literally with the brightest minds in the country talking economics day in, day out. Um, it's really shaped how we've built confidence finance. Um, you know, I don't have a professional salesperson background. Um, you know, my background was in economics um, and it was trained to think about things. It was very conceptual, analytical. Um, and confidence finance really views funding and finance and property and real estate in a very economic, scientific sort of way. And we break down how it all works um, and share that with, with the world, with our clients, um, and we use that to help them build property portfolios.
and grow wealth through property. Um, so in 2015, I began Confidence Finance. Um, since then, uh, it's you know just taken leaps and bounds forward. Um, we've built a team um, for the last five years running. We've been inside Australia's top 100 brokers. There's nearly 20,000 of us. Um, so you know, I'm very proud of that fact. Um, my team have done an amazing job working with hundreds of clients every year. Property investing has changed my life. Um, I've done the whole gambit. I started with buying my first apartment in Sydney and uh, Brisbane shortly after, um, buying cash flow properties for with high yields interstate, brand new sort of stuff, um, buying house and land packages, land banking in Sydney, and now I develop Aussie, Sydney real estate, luxury homes all across the inner south. Um, effectively, just being through the whole journey from first home buyer to you know luxury real estate developer and done everything in between. Um, explored so many different strategies, worked with lots of banks, bought dozens of properties, transacted maybe 30, 40 times, um, and built a $25 million property portfolio. Um, sounds crazy when I say it out loud. I don't even know how that happened. But since COVID happened, we've really been pedal to the metal, um, you know, taking advantage of the volatility that's happened in Sydney house prices to our advantage, um, you know, solving problems, building homes for families, um, adding lots and lots of value. And through that, um, you know, it's really transformed our own personal finances. I don't have to worry about money. Um, I don't worry about money. I buy what I want when I want. I spend time with my children whenever I want to. Um, that's just a non-negotiable for me. Um, I work the hours that I want to work. I work quite hard, but I really enjoy and love what I do. So that doesn't feel too difficult. Um, I'm obsessed with what I do. Um, and it's just this beautiful life that we've built for ourselves and worlds apart from, you know, being in the grocery store and uh, sitting there watching my mum stress about how to spend her $26 that she's got left in her bank account and whether she can buy a bottle of milk and bread or whether she has to choose between the two. Um, completely different worlds. Um, and that has changed my life um, for the better. And I hope that some of the knowledge that I've built can be shared with you and that you can use it to help you build better lives for your family. Um, growing wealth through property is achievable. It can be done by, by anyone. What I've done can be replicated. Um, it'll be different, but you can learn the lessons from it. Um, and yeah, I welcome any feedback. You can get in touch with me at readem at confidence finance.com.au. Um, I'll probably whip up a website for Australian Property Chat Podcast and you can reach out to me there too. Um, you know, hit me up on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn every day um, talking whatever ideas I have. Um, I'll be sharing this podcast with my best friend and co-host, Curtis Stewart, um, who runs Confidence Finance and handles most of our clients. Um, what The best mortgage broker I know um, and an absolute genius, also ex-treasury economist. I met him there as a graduate. Um, first day of um, treasury, first days of big life-changing uh, moments happened to be very good for me. Um, met my best friend there and you know we have built this business together um and we're happy to share everything we know about aussie real estate he, he's on a different journey to me um and he has so much to uh inform and let other people know about um just genius one of the treasury geniuses i, I talk about the smartest guy i know um so glad he decided to work with me and um you know start confidence finance with me um 
yeah, he'll be on the podcast. We'll be interviewing our network of uh, property professionals, some really wonderful people um, talking all things real estate and hoping to help educate you about how to grow wealth through property. Cheers. Hope you enjoy the podcast.